Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to the Phil Fabulous Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Phil Fabulous Show. And as you've been following us, we've been, myself and Paul Lowe, have been talking about the six human needs. So I hope you've been enjoying this series so far. Hi, Paul. Hello, Hina, and great to be back with you. Thank you. Great. Excellent. I'm really excited about today because it's, I think there's, this is going to be a big one, and I think there's lots to talk about this. So through the series, we've been talking about the six human needs, which are certainty, uncertainty or variety, significance, connection, love, growth and contribution. Now, why I think this is a brilliant subject is because every human being needs these needs in some way, in shape or form. And it affects our personality, our growth, our contribution. They shape our spiritual needs. So we really seek fulfillment through all of this, um, through relationships, careers, personal interests. Um, And that's what makes us all unique. Don't you agree, Paul? Absolutely. Yeah, because obviously... You know, the diversity of the six needs in their own right are, well, are that very diverse. And then when you just focus in on any particular one of them, I mean, blimey, there's so much scope. Well, there's this human scope in there, which just on one need alone, we we could literally go all over the place. And that's the beauty, I feel, of life, human life as we know it. And then obviously, the more we climb into the sort of higher, the last two spiritual needs of growth and contribution and then we're going into a different realm altogether but uh, I'm totally uncertain Hina where this is going to go and uh, for our listeners and that excites me that that uncertainty excites me brilliant so where are we going with this today so for me variety I can talk about this probably all day but we will keep it short um, for our listeners but variety, you know, we all need variety or, you know, there's, there's this uncertainty in our lives, um, which, call, you know, and we, it throws us to want variety. And this can be in absolutely any, any aspect of our life. It could be from relationships, from our work. As an entrepreneur, I certainly know that I, I like variety. I'm definitely not one of these people that can just work on a single project. Um, I'm always open I'm like you know that my ears are always up like Yoda ears and looking and hearing out for opportunities or variety that's going on um and you know I want some of that I want some of that excitement um I I I very much sort of rock on variety I I don't like things the same I'd get bored too quickly I need to introduce variety into my life um that can be from hobbies work it can be from absolutely anything from food cooking different food it can absolutely cover every angle of your life how do you feel about variety Paul? Uh, variety for me is absolutely massive in my world massive the caveat on that listeners is having that knowledge that security you know you can see where I'm going with this probably <laughs> of knowing we've got a solid platform to operate from which is called certainty so I think when your inner world is secure or your outer world or your world whatever it is you have that that large element of certainty knowing who you are you know what's going off around you I think when you've got that plate in place 
you know, I use the metaphor, when the dance floor is set, then you can step onto that floor and you can take whatever uncertain steps, you can go into new places, new relationships, new opportunities, but you need that solid platform first because, or maybe you don't, maybe you don't. And I'll use the term um, of adrenaline junkies. I've, you know, I've spoken to a couple of guys um, in the more recent past around well, what's your certainty? Where do you spring springboard from? Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't, we haven't got. What, what do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. So I think the beauty, just to reinforce your point, Ina, around you know what what are these needs and how do we meet them? They are so so unique to each and every one of us. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Variety um, is a sense of change, isn't it? It's um, mm-hmm. just a new adventure and and feeling alive. If you for, for, some people can work like that, but most people can't. And they, they need that variety. They need change. They need a shake-up. They need to disrupt what they're doing. Um, sometimes it can be disruptive. So I think you need to be careful on the type of variety you're actually seeking. Um, you know, people do things um, out of boredom and out of, which is which is not good and not, you know, and, and these are dark areas. So you need to be careful how you're introducing variety. And if I think if a person's feeling like they're missing variety in their life, they need to create things, different channels, whether it be going to the gym or going for long walks, taking a new interest in something, new cooking style, just something to stimulate the mind to make sure there's variety. Because of course, if things are in balance, if we don't have certainty, if we have too much uncertainty, it's causing um, an imbalance within us and we're not working in harmony with our soul. So it's very important to create this harmony and to create this balance. So it's just always about balance for me. It's finding, you know, so for me, for instance, I work crazy for four months in my clinic and I know unfortunately not 2020, I think we can write that year off. Um, but normally what I do is I really go for it. You know, I'd, I'd work hard. Um, and then at the end of four, a quarter, four months, I would, or three months rather, I would then go away, I'd go to retreat, rebalance myself, recharge myself, and then find that balance and that variety that my mind needs to go back to be productive. So variety for me, absolutely, it can affect so many different areas of my life. And even food, you know, you're just eating food sometimes, your dinners, um, and you want variety. And that's creating a new interest. You could create variety within a, a relationship through cooking. You know, you're you're cooking new foods, you're um, experiencing new tastes, cultures of the world. So I think variety is is it is huge, and I think it's just so important to get to f- try to find a good balance of that. How do you uh, reflect on that, Paul? Yeah, I love what you've said there. Definitely, um, I, I I go back to this. You know, I mean, for me, there's a word that underpins this, and it's. <laughs> I was thinking about this um, between uh, between now and our last conversation. Now, one word's not cropped up, and and I'm amazed. I'm absolutely amazed, wow. listeners, that this word has not cropped up, or or not to the the certain perceived level. So let's introduce that word perceived, but it's not around perception. And the word I'm referring to is awareness. Everything everything stops and starts with awareness, does it not? Because, you know, to to quote a well-known cliche, a certain cliche of, we don't know what we don't know. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, some devil's advocate creeping in here, listeners, say, well, that's actually called ignorance. Because don't we have a responsibility to keep learning, to keep growing? We can't know everything. Of course we can't. You know, no, no person can be all things to all people. But this whole kind of platform of awareness. So where are we starting from? You know, if I didn't know about the six human needs, how would I be able to make peace with myself, the key relationship, i.e. myself and source, how would I be able to make sense and peace of that over the years? I wouldn't. I would be still be in victim mood and all this uncertainty that had prevailed in, in, in my life for years through the demon drink and limiting beliefs and toxic, you know, um, this whole kind of toxic nature of, of the beliefs that I thought was just life. You know, life happened to me, not through me. So there was the uncertainty there was then construed for me as chaos that was total chaos and carnage in my world now i've got awareness of the six human needs i can understand and i can actually embrace that and welcome that uncertainty because isn't it true that with uncertainty by definition if we do something new we're going to actually find out something different that we didn't know before, whether that's a relationship, you know, whether it's a business opportunity, doesn't matter what aspect of that uncertainty, there's an untapped potential pot of gold there, be that physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. So that's what it all means to me. And that's why it's just such a fascinating dance to become embroiled in a, a conversation mm. around uncertainty. Yes, yeah, that's I, that's that's great. I love that. I absolutely love that. And awareness. That's yeah. Why hasn't that word been used? But it's it's being aware, like you just said. It's just being aware of what's going on, finding that balance. How much uncertainty is there in your life to keep you challenged and keep you alive? Um, we need certainty, but when there's too much certainty, again, going back to the balance, it. it just it just makes things a little bit too mundane and just maybe a little bit boring especially for somebody like myself now when I actually when I had too much uncertainty and maybe perhaps a little bit too much variety in my life which is a rather darker period of my life when I was um, going through um, a, a pretty bad marriage an abusive um, mentally and physically abusive marriage I I turned to faith an awful lot and I really became in tune with affirmations so for me to create my certainty through this very uncertain time I which very very much was uncertain and it, it you know it really knocked me sideways it knocked my confidence it knocked my energy it just knocked my whole aura was just not the same so I needed to bring um, some certainty into my life and how I did this was with affirmations and I then went ahead and wrote a book called Dance with the Universe and I always smile because um, Paul I, you know you constantly use that word dance and then you know with my book Dance with the Universe I just think already we've you know there's a sync there straight away a universal sync in, in our conversations so for, de for me definitely I, I really sort of loaded up with my affirmations and kept my mind in check so that when there was too much uncertainty to create some certainty in my life and some security uh, I I just kept saying my affirmations and I think we mentioned it on the last one well I think you mentioned it Paul that 
let go. Uh, one of my biggest one is let go and let God. So when there's too much variety, too much chaos and too much uncertainty in my life, I will most definitely use my affirmations. And my book is full of affirmations um, to help people as I needed that help to come out of my dark space and see that light again. Mm. I think what's interesting, listeners, um, and particularly for listeners of Mastering the Game of Life podcast, how you guys might have been thrown by Hina doing the intro. You know, there was none of that. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life, as there normally is. That certainty, listeners, was was maybe taken away from you and you were uncertain. Actually, have I, have I clicked on the right podcast episode here? Who's this lady? Has Paul Paul changed his, has he took some tablets and changed his voice all of a sudden? <laughs> um, you know, that in itself, and that, you know, that was a bit of humour between Nina and I that we decided to introduce to reinforce the, the power of uncertainty, because isn't the reality that this dance between Nina and I, the content is going to be the content is going to be the content. The conversation is what it is, whether she introduces it, I introduce it, or we co-introduce it. It's kind of you know, I wouldn't say irrelevant, but semantics. So there's this whole thing of just going back to what you said, Hina, there around, okay, what's my certainty at a time when, in a, you know, when I leave, dare I say, my spiritual post? Mm -hmm. Was it Chopra that said we are spiritual beings having human experiences and challenges? And so when we're engrossed in that real kind of, you know, it's raining, my car's broke down, um, you know, my partner's left me, the kids are screaming, whatever, the world's, I'm very frustrated, I'm very angry, and at this moment in time, you know, I don't want any uncertainty, fix my car, fix my relationship, fix my job, you know, just give me some peace and sanity back. Now, for me, as much as I totally, totally I've got to a time and space in my life personally where I just absolutely welcome in uncertainty. The door's open massively. It's open 24-7. So what happens then for me in those moments of challenge where things are, you know, not going to plan, I just remind myself as a, as a simple example of what I call the mobile phone. So if we if we imagine, listeners, that we're we are but a mobile phone. Take the average mobile phone these days. They are super duper things, are they not? I mean, they've got calculators on them. They're, they're like a mini computer. You know, you can run your business from your phone. You can run your life from your phone. Uh, although, thankfully, there's still some things that a mobile phone can't do. And I'll leave that to your own imagination. <laughs> but, but essentially. You know, we with a mobile phone, aren't we as human beings, aren't we like a mobile phone where we can communicate with the outside world? We can do anything and everything more within reason, more or less. But just imagine this, and this is the point I'm trying to make, listeners, in times of uncertainty. Yeah, Paul in his ego and his very driven masculine energy in his very certain world, yet he drives through, he gets results because he's doing it all from his phone because he's a great mobile phone. He's state-of-the-art. He's this, he's that, he's the other. However, is he? Is he really? 
because Paul's only as good as the battery on that mobile phone. And when that mo when he's been on that mobile phone for an hour, two hours, six hours, that battery goes flat. And that phone then is a waste of time. It's, it doesn't operate. And I use that, listeners, as a, as, a, as a way of saying, in times of uncertainty, do we not need to plug in to an external source? Just as a mobile phone needs to be plugged into the mains and recharged, surely the same principle applies to us. And that is where I, in times of chaos and confusion, I plug back in and recharge. Yeah, that's brilliant. What do you do to recharge, Paul? What, do you, what, what kind of things do you turn to for your self-care? Meditation is massive in those... So, you know, I will literally come into a dark room and, and just, you know, I mean, being in Spain, you know, siesta is part of the culture. Um, yes. So I kind of do that daily anyway, but I'm on about and those moments of real challenge. I will take yes. my, literally take myself out of circulation and it doesn't have to be for hours on end. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And if I'm at home and I've had a particularly challenging uh, phone call with a client, I will take myself out of circulation and I put myself in a dark room and I will meditate and whatever shows shows. I don't force that from an ego level. Oh, I've got to get rid of this emotional stuff out of my head, out of my heart. I just let it go. Affirmations that you've already mentioned, Hina, absolutely yes. very, very, very powerful. The language that we tell ourselves, even when we might feel very challenged, stroke angry, stroke frustrated, okay, we can change that in a heartbeat, so long as we've got the awareness to say, okay, let me change my state here. And initially, yes. for the first few seconds, that might, I don't want to change my state. I want to be angry. Leave me alone. Just, you don't understand. It's all right for you with all your flowery, fluffy talk. Okay, I hear you. And I have those, that inner dialogue comes to me, but it's about getting in touch with that higher self and realizing that that higher self is who we are. We use the example, or I use the example, Ina, around tail wagging dog. And it's about yes. having that awareness to say, hang on, tail is not going to wag dog. And it's changing that state. And so that's what I do. So to a very long, um, uncertain way of answering your question, Ina, two things, meditation, affirmation, and obviously the visualizations that go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. No, it wasn't long at all. Thank you very much for that. I know my listeners will really, listeners will really appreciate that because that's something that's very much in my um, daily practices, my ritual practices. So my way is morning and evening. I do prayers. Um, the morning is more about affirmations um, and meditation. I work with crystals as well. So in the morning, I'll program, I'll, re I'll uh, cleanse, recharge and reprogram a crystal can be any crystal by the way and I will do my meditation with that and put my uh thoughts and you know into that crystal and meditate with that and in the evenings I'll use a crystal again same process to help me unwind relax and recharge myself from this crystal so using the wisdom of the crystal um to just put that energy back into me and really just try and deal with um, all the variety that goes on through our day because we've talked about variety and in so many how it how it uh, affects us in so many different ways um, and it's it's really a matter of 
finding uh, something that works for you that you know that you can really be passionate about um, and happy about that creates this variety uh, in your life whether it be you know something new that reading books, going out for walks, just charging your mind in a different way, stimulating your mind, could be relaxing your mind and the same for your body. Uh, I think it's really, you know, mind and body. So our physical being and obviously our, our, our minds is, is two, different, two different things. Maybe we need to relax both of them and make sure that they work in harmony together. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what was going through my mind just listening to you there, Heen, and I don't know what the, the connection is or not, and, and, and it doesn't matter what the connection is, because I think mm -hmm. this whole uncertainty for us as people is when we've got something in our in our heart particularly, just, just let it go. You know, where it lands with the other person is not your responsibility. I think so long as it comes from the heart. And so what was going through um, through me there was – how we kind of finished off on a previous, uh, on the previous podcast when we was talking about certainty. And I think it was me that actually said, uh, love changes everything. So mm. just to flip back to your previous um, question around what, you know, what do you do? I think it's also about embracing. See that word there, listeners, embracing. It's a very soft, it's a very caressing word. And it's about, starting to use and being aware of the you know the language we use particularly our self-talk i have come personally from a very as, as my listeners know from a very dark gang-led violent culture but isn't it interesting how i'm polarized now and i choose i choose so tail doesn't wag dog dog now wags tail consciously but i choose the language of love so there is no coincidence that when Ina alluded to, I use the word dance, I use the word flirt, I use the word embrace. You know, these, or some would say, and it's been put to me, suggestive words. Maybe they are. But I also know the polarization is to use dark, self-debilitating language. Or is it? I mean, this is the whole uncertainty of a conversation like this. For me, and I can only, as we can as individuals, I believe, in a world that's very uncertain, because the only certainty is change. But what language are we using? And for me, to use the language of love really is what it's all about. Love is what it's all about when you strip everything back, you know, whether we're a successful entrepreneur, whatever fame and fortune we've had. You know, I've, in a former life, I was in professional football. So I witnessed probably more than most, the trappings of what was deemed by the outside world to be success. Mm, was it? I know that love really, I mean, I've worked through a lot of stuff and, and obviously as part of the uncertainty of, of life, listeners, that one of the, well, the certainty, the number one certainty for me is that love conquers all. Absolutely. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, I think love comes into absolutely everything in one's life, um, whether you're giving out love or whether you're receiving love, whether you love yourself. Um, it's so important to be connected um, to yourself. Um, and I think for our listeners, it's really important to realise that everybody gets to this stage or, you know, approaches or it's 
content with a stage in their life it's everybody's different when they get to the stage um, and I know we've spoken about this and for me it was only a couple of years ago where I really started feeling quite comfortable with myself I've actually got to know myself um, who am I you know what what makes me tick what makes me unhappy what you know what makes me happy what makes me unhappy uh, it all it's all come to light in the last two years so that's taken me quite a long time so it's something you're forever working on as well and I think that's really important to understand so even if we've managed to find that balance of variety um, in our lives when it becomes the everyday thing it's then become a certainty again so again we need to shake it up we need to um, make, make change things up we need to add variety back into our lives um, to make it to make it sweet you know we want to look forward to things don't we We want to have that motivation in life um and and i think that variety is really important to be created at all times absolutely uh, and yet again Hina, listening to you speak there um summarized something for me listeners which i don't know whether you can relate to this but you know that big question who am i I mean, how much uncertainty is in that? those three simple words? Who am I? Isn't it true that most of, if not all of us, at some time in another in our lives would have asked, who am I? You know, why am I here? What's, what's the point of it all? If, especially when the chips have been down and, you know, life's been a bit dark and you think, you know, what's the point? Let me just, just, just give up. Just give up. Why? What's the point? So there's this whole kind of thing. So, but for me, at the risk of oversimplifying it, and this does kind of alleviate the uncertainty and puts it back into the certain world of this world is made around three pillars, learning, loving, and legacy. So mm -hmm. the learning is we don't know what we don't know. And so we go on this voyage of self-discovery. I think that's our one of our primary purpose as human beings. And what we find then, and you've kind of just alluded to that, you know, is we reach a stage where, well, hopefully we do, where we understand that love is the answer. It absolutely is the answer, particularly that self-love. That is the yeah. answer. That's yeah. what it's all about. And then really, when we found our gift, our talent, and that breakthrough, and not just understanding this because some guy on the podcast thinks that's the way it is in his world, well, that's great, Paul, but I don't even understand what you're saying. And I've had that said before. So, you know, that's another time, another place kind of. But assuming people can relate to it, that this, this language of love, you know, whether it's the love for the kids, the partner, no matter what dynamic that love is, that's not, you know, that's not for us to judge. But then to have that understanding and that breakthrough and to pass that on to others, that's the legacy and surely as a human being when we come on this this planet we're born into what some would say ignorance um i would challenge that very strongly but yeah again that's another podcast around what what did we sign up for when we came here what did we sign up for but so that's as i say that's another thing so there's this whole thing about learning loving and legacy and so the hamster's wheel keeps going round and round and round. Yeah, absolutely. And it does keep going round and round. So even though I've just said I've come to a place, definitely in five years, I'm pretty certain, I'm pretty certain about that, 
that I will be looking for some more variety again because you come to a place and it's it's peaked and that's it you need more variety again um and that's keeping your soul alive as well I think keeping your spirit alive absolutely yeah uh, it is that constant dance and you know creating that energy you know we haven't you know, we haven't mentioned energy much in, in, in our podcast either, but I mean, energy and relationships. I mean, they're absolutely the lifeblood listeners of, of what our worlds are all around. You know, not yeah. deep diving into the quantum physics about, you know, how we're all kind of connected anatomically. But, you know, just this whole kind of acceptance, you know, if we go back to our school days around, um, you know, energy cannot be destroyed, merely transformed into a different state. I mean, isn't that yeah. true True of us as human beings? And then when you add in the relationship, the power of relationships, um, you know, isn't everything relationship-based? Isn't everything energy-based? So when we embrace then, you know, we start to embrace things like uncertainty. Yeah, but Paula, don't understand it. Ina, what are you guys talking about? <sighs> This brings in another word, doesn't it? And Ina, I've flirted with this word quite a bit, the, the F word, faith. Ah, God, I wondered what you was going to say then, yes. <laughs> Deliberate tease. But, um, <laughs> you know, this this faith of, do you know, I know it's dark now and I know it's dismal and, and do you know, I'm confused and I'm overwhelmed. But do you know what? Somehow, and I don't know how, but this is where the letting go comes, listeners. I'm going to let go of it because this is out of my hands. I'm going to plug this mobile phone in and get some power from source because I know, I have the faith to know that maybe tomorrow or the day after or the metaphoric day after, do you know what? It's going to be okay. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, when you just said about plugging your phone in, that was a really good example of exactly why I use crystals. So you could almost imagine when I'm using crystals, I'm connecting, I'm plugging in with the universe, I'm holding that um, crystal. So you could say it's like that battery and it's going to charge me up, but I'm going to program it and tell the crystal exactly what I'm actually hoping for uh, on the outcome. So I just thought your example there was absolutely brilliant. Mm. So, um, I, I mean, I don't know about yourself, Ina, around anymore. You know, I mean, I feel that we've had a, a majestic dance here. You know, we, we created that solid platform with our, our dialogue around certainty. We kind of flirted a little bit on, you know, around creating the floor. And now yes. we've created that floor. I feel, I personally feel, and I hope you share this, listeners. Uh, and if you don't, let us know. Let us know that actually we didn't create too much uncertainty or we did or whatever it may be. But I certainly feel that, you know, this this dance of uncertainty, because, listeners, we didn't know what we was going to talk about other than the umbrella topic of uncertainty. And, you know, when we talk about energy and enjoyment and connection and love, you know, I'm only one. I'm only one of many 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 people in this world but the effect it's had on me as a pebble in the pond you know that dropping that pebble in the pond and that ripple effect has been immeasurable so hopefully wow. hopefully that that ripple passes on to you guys um or not as the case may be and if it doesn't let us know so maybe we need to drop different pebbles Ina and i who knows yes yeah lovely thank you very much paul 
So I just, I just, as we did yesterday, if we can flip back uh, Hina into certainty, because the relationship between certainty and uncertainty is a constant dance, as hopefully we've conveyed. You know, what was that old song? Love and marriage, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> so maybe, excellent. So maybe there's a bit of that in there. Um, but I'd just like to sort of leave our listeners, Hina, with something, um, for us to leave our listeners with something, a simple share around, you know, that nicely wraps up our beautiful dance around uncertainty. Yeah. Um, have you got any thoughts um, before I share? Yes, absolutely. And as you were talking about the variety and certainty, so we've talked about the two uh, human needs now. And, you know, as we know, they seem to work in pairs so I think the most important and certainty and variety being the pair it's really important to recognize that you don't overcompensate one end for the other so you've got balance you've got harmony you've got yin yang it's working in 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 harmony brilliant absolutely absolutely so I'd just like to finish off listeners by adding to what Hina just said there by what I call a simple smile you know in those moments of uncertainty and changing our state as I've alluded to and yes it can be it can be tough when you're at the bottom of that sort of pit and you, you feel angry frustrated but just remember these words to take us to a place of a little bit more certainty to create that balance that Ian has alluded to and it's dance like no one's watching sing like no one's listening love like you'll never be hurt play like there's no winners behave like your mum's watching, give like you have plenty and simply smile. Oh, that's absolutely lovely. So the uncertainty listener of bringing this particular listeners, sorry, um, listener, well, there may only be one listener, (laughs) there may only be one person listening, we don't know, do we? Um, But the uncertainty is, You know, my listeners are used to me saying, right, okay, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure, Hina, your listeners are used to you closing things out. But isn't this a beautiful dance, listeners, in as as much that this co-creation that that Hina and I have been involved in? Neither of us really know how to close this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to... I'm going to create that uncertainty and that variety (laughs) and thank all our listeners for listening in. And uh, my, uh, your listeners can find me on the Feel Fabulous podcast, uh, also on uh, social media, fa- uh, Facebook, Instagram, and my book, Dance with the Universe, is available on Amazon. Paul, how can uh, my listeners um, find you? Very simply, the easiest way, the what I call the umbrella way, is to visit www.paul-lowwithan-e.com and you will find my social media connections on there, uh, links to the, the books that I've been involved in and also the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.